Welcome to this episode of The Uncultured Swine. As always, I'm your host, Glafix. Thank you very, very much for tuning in today. Y'all, I've been having a pretty interesting morning so far. I love mornings like this where I wake up um, to the increasing light of the day, meaning sunrise. I love waking up to the light of day um and then i love coming outside and just staring at the sky i feel like it's so beautiful there's two times of day that i love the most and that's sunrise number one second place sunset um golden hours you know but i i do prefer sunrise over sunset for whatever reason um and I just saw the cutest, most adorable thing. First of all, my bird, one of my budgies, he likes to tell me that he wants to go flying by sticking his head out the wind, like the, the holes in the cage. I, they have little parrot cages, so there's... If I don't latch the top correctly, there's like a bit of a gap where he can stick his head through. He can't fully escape yet um but his little head does pop out he got his little head to pop out so that's how he tells me he wants to go out for a flight and i'm lagging it because i haven't taken them out and opened the cage for them uh i let them i take him inside the house and i open the cage budgies are super cute birds if you guys didn't know they are considered parrots and parrots are very intelligent animals more intelligent than the common finch um they remember a lot of stuff and their diet is a little bit different they can eat fruits and and seeds and well obviously they eat seeds but they eat fruits and veggies too um so they're very cute i open the cage they fly around when they're done flying they just come back to their cage i close it up i bring them back outside and, I, and we're done you know uh, that's what they do um, because I feel bad for birds you know that don't get to f spread their wings you know y'all don't get to fly that's kind of sad so um, I'm really enjoying my garden there's a little squirrel creeping up on the fence next to me and um, it likes to eat the neighbors uh, oranges so it's it's just right there eating the oranges i had a skunk coming through for like a week i thought he was gonna be my pet um but he stopped coming around after i looked into like skunk spirit animal shit because i was like all right this is too much i've never seen a skunk before and it's getting too close and it's not even spraying me so um i like to look at animal uh things like that like spirit animal stuff maybe it's the native in me maybe it's the wechol <laughs> the wechol blood i don't think i have wechol blood but they they don't like to they don't like to mix um my cousin showed me this uh 2018 comedy sketch about latin history so the guy um, I don't know if he's Puerto Rican. I forgot his name already, but he's like some actor. 
Um, he goes into it, but I feel like it's disingenuous because they make it seem like what happened in Latin America with Columbus and the conquistadores was the same as what happened in the United States. Um, because it's not, because not, not Canada doesn't qualify as Latin America and I don't think United States do either i don't think united states is latin so um it has latin people but it's a different european nation that conquered you know which was uh the british we got conquered by england um and then the french took over canada so something like that <clears throat> So it's just kind of like I got really triggered. Um, I was warned you're going to get triggered and I was. I'm like, I don't, I didn't think it was funny because I hear people that actually like think that shit was true. It's like, y'all actually believe that? You actually believed his comedy sketch as actual history? And I thought to myself, why don't I do a comedy sketch? Like your girl knows your girl has ideas i got a creative mind i like to write and it was so sketched like i don't know how many writers that fool had but i i had the feeling like he had help writing his script um which is cool you know we all need help but i don't know it just i got triggered it wasn't my funny my type of funny and my type of funny is more like bill burr which is an a lot of people's type of funny. He was very offensive. Um, I didn't realize why I liked him so much until I found out we had the same birthday. And then everything kind of made sense. He's like boy version of me. Which is pretty cool, but kind of fucked up if I'm a girl and I want to be soft, you know? Because he has as many anger issues as I do and... Um, yeah, I think that's something that I probably need to look into, um, you know, concerning rage. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm a rageaholic, but I, I do get upset. Like, the other day at Home Depot, I was with my son, and we were trying to get hardware from the garden. So we, from the garden, we're walking to the hardware section, is what I meant. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and one of those, like, what is it? Not like a forklift, I guess. Like a forklift is driving by. So there's somebody in front of the forklift. And then the driver's, you know, right there. And I kind of moved to the side to wait for the forklift to pass. Because I like to browse. I like to see what I'm, you know, like, I like to see things, even if I'm not, if, even if I'm not gonna stop there, I like to just, you know, walk through the aisles, and I just wanted to get out of the way, so I just stopped, you know, I just stopped, and I waited, and the employees were just kind of like, go, and I'm like, I was gonna go to hardware anyway, but 
what if I was going to stay there and look? Why are y'all telling me to, you know, like, what the fuck? I wasn't in your way. I got out of your way. And then they still told me to get the fuck out the way, like, to move. And I got annoyed. I got annoyed because I'm over here trying to be a nice customer. And y'all over here, in my perspective, bitching me out. So I told the dikey forklift driver, because she was dikey, and I feel like that has to be said in my rant. Because I'm being a hater right now. I just want to be as descriptive as I can. You know, she was very androgynous. Is that the word that I need to use now? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Um, and very rude. And I looked at her dead in the eye and I said, You're very rude. Or you don't have to be rude. And she's like, I wasn't being rude. And I turned back and I said, yes, to me, you were like the fuck like to me, you were being rude. And it's like, well, now, bitch, you're being rude. But it's like, I'm the customer here. Don't y'all want me to buy shit? Like when I want somebody to purchase something from me, I'm not going to bitch them out. Or maybe I will if they're fucking being cunts. But it's like, not if they're trying to be a, you know, like, out of my way. Like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know. It just bothered me. I'm just like, what the fuck? So, customer service is kind of triggering for me. And I don't appreciate employees giving me attitude. It's like, are you getting paid to be a dick to me? Because I don't want to shop here if you are. Like, if this is the kind of company that doesn't give a fuck about the customers, why do I give a fuck about your profits? You know, and I think that it comes to a personal, individual level. Like, we think that it's up to everybody else. And I notice, like, people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. It's like, fool, you're still shopping at Amazon. And yet you want to talk shit about Jeff Bezos. How does that make sense? Like. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like if you don't like the guy. Why are you supporting his company? Why are you giving him more money? Like does that not register? Like you have a choice people. So I don't know. It's just kind of. And then, like, all this inflation is crazy, too. But what pisses me off is that people want it, want to make it seem like it's capitalism's fault. When it's literally, like, we've been literally being told it's all policy. Like, since, since this new administration took office, it's all been policy. Policy changes. You know, everything that the last presidency did that... Put money in your paychecks, you know, not into the taxes. Everything that that food took out, that food revoked. This new one revoked. And it's like, <clears throat> you're working and half of your income is going away into taxes. Look at the numbers. You can look at the numbers. So, 
Um, I don't know if people keep old pay stubs, but you can literally look back, you know, like compare and contrast before, after. It's policy. That has nothing to do with companies trying to make a profit. That has everything to do with policy pulling, you know, the money from the cracks within the society. I remember when this country, when America was formed and we revolted again, or like, you know, when we were done with Britain's um, BS, I don't know, it kind of feels like NATO right now that I'm talking, but when we were done with that BS, it was just kind of like, um, no taxation without representation right like how are you going to tax me and you don't even represent me and that was a small tax well back in the day money was different (laughs) but americans didn't like we didn't we weren't as docile as we were now okay so i have some family that's um uh, that served in the military and I love hearing their perspective because it's very different from mine and I feel like I learn a lot every time I hear it um, I wanted to know their opinions on gun control because that's a hot topic right now currently right well not as hot as abortion but it's pretty hot gun control right And my understanding of gun control was, like, they wanted the citizens to be their own militia. So, like, the people come together and the people individually just, you know, cooperate for the common goal. So, that was the reason to have a gun. Because when it was time for, like, the community to rise up against the tyranny we were going to be able to just pick up our gun and be like, fuck this, and then come back home and live our lives and not have to worry about, like, you're enlisted now. Or maybe you did, but (laughs) I don't know how that works. That's just how I thought it worked, okay? (laughs) This is my uh, comedic sketch, I guess, in the process of of making it Um, or, like, drafting it. So that's what I was thinking, you know, like if there's a sniper, he's not going to know what civilians going to be able to shoot him. So he's not going to come invade the United States. You know, he's going to think twice before he invades. All right. That's cool. Um, And I think that worked. And it's been working, but something happened along the way. Um, And, uh, you know, they were this this family member was explaining to me that um, the militia became the National Guard. So it was kind of pointless to kind of pointless to have a militia because it's now the National Guard. So now it's a government entity that won't revolt against the government. That doesn't sound like it's the same thing to me. 
Okay, and then I was like, but then how would they, and then about the whole, like, invasion thing, like, about snipers not wanting to get shot by civilians. Um, I was told that the way that we would get invaded is not, like, violence like that. It's through the institutions, you know, and and it would be a slow takeover of cultural um, and, and, you know, just... I think that's been going on. I think that the destruction of the family has been one of it. One of the main... It's interesting how they attack children because children are so innocent and impressionable. And um, as a mom who's about to and you know like so i've been i've been kind of like holding off and like actually registering my son for school preschool i'm sorry preschool he's still three y'all um it's not like he's five going on six okay it's different so i've been holding off on it because i just I live in California and I don't like some of the rules. For example, I can't go back to further my education because I'm not vaccinated. So I can't go back to the community colleges because I chose not to get the COVID vaccine. I chose that. For my my body, my choice. I chose that. And I can't go to school anymore. So that's what I have to live with. Like, I literally have to live with that. I want to go back to school. I want to get, like, a degree in nutrition. Um, maybe learn more about videography or, you know, um, broadcasting. So I can probably get more into my podcasting and stuff like that. But I do definitely want to learn more about nutrition and I want to get a degree in, in, you know, that field because I think it's a very important, underrated subject that I think more people could benefit from. And it's something so simple like drink more water. Just please, people, think about your cells. Think about your hair. Think about your skin. Please just drink water. Just please drink water. You know, first thing in the morning before you drink anything else, especially if you could do that. Wow. You know, before anything else goes into your tummy in the morning, if you can drink water and if you would like to like upgrade it and add a little bit of lemon and salt, like a salty lemonade, that's the best thing. It'll just. Uh, I don't even know like how to explain it. And this is why I want to go b- back to school, but. Um, this is my personal struggle that I have to figure out. I just want to highlight, you know, some of the new struggles that have to be dealt with because of the policy that's being enforced. Um, and it pisses me off. It does. And I'm just like, didn't we try to get you recalled so many times to the point where we actually voted and you still cheated on the votes? Like, come on, like. How do we get rid of these people? Like, how do, like, personally, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, 
are we brainwashed are we are we are we being cheated like how is it possible that millions and millions of Californians tried to recall the governor and we literally got it um, stopped you know mid-process so many times to the point where we finally got the election and everybody's just kind of like happy for it and he still doesn't get out like how how do you get to that point like how do so many people want you out to the point where you actually get recalled and yet you don't get recalled it just blows my mind and it, it angers me there's a lot of reasons that i get angry and honestly like these political ones are pretty personal um and they don't seem personal but when i'm gassing up it, it's like you motherfuckers i know this is a tax i know this is a state tax like don't front like don't freaking front like this is a state tax so um i'm not a rageaholic i promise at least i don't want to be i want to be better um i think that there's many different avenues to take for you know improving oneself you don't need to go to the self-help section necessarily um i'm not gonna be one to advocate not to go to therapy because apparently um that's against the law <laughs> but it's a personal choice for me i'm not quite fond of therapists i've met a few in office and out and not my cup not my cup of tea just like lawyers not my cup of tea just like insurance agents not my cup of tea i'm sorry people and i wouldn't even know that unless you know i was an insurance agent myself well licensed I was licensed in the state of California, which is actually tougher than I realized. A lot of people can't pass that test. Um, so I knew, I know, I know what I'm talking about. I just don't behave the way that I guess is expected of me or wanted of me to behave. I'm starting to think that might be a little bit of antisocial personality, but I'm not going to self-diagnose myself. And I'm also not going to allow a therapist to diagnose me because I'm not going to go to therapy. <laughs> I'm already happy with the medication that I'm taking. Thank you very much. I think that my psychiatrist and I have a good thing going on. And... Um, I'm happy, you know, but talking to somebody, I'm, I'm good on that. I don't need somebody getting paid off of my problems. And I know that's like the wrong way to see it, but they're literally making a profit of you having a problem. So if you stop having problems, guess what? They stop making a profit. And just that, that alone, that 
structure alone pisses me off. It just does, because I know how that was developed. You know, we can't deny that Freud is the grandfather of modern psychology. If you tell me that he's not, I'm just going to look at you and be like, we can't, we can't have this conversation. He's the grandfather of psychology, and he's just a trash can of a human being that wanted to exploit his customers, his clients, people grieving. Um, I found out Freud had a uh, client that was having an affair with a very wealthy woman. And Freud's advice to him was to divorce his wife and marry the wealthy woman and make a fat contribution to Freud. And he did. Now, I got this information from one of my favorite scholars, Dr. E. Michael Jones. I freaking love him. Uh, obviously, I don't agree with 100% of everything that he says, but I do think he's a very intelligent man, and I learn a lot from him. And that's one thing that I learned about Freud through him. I'm like, yo, I didn't know that he did that to his, you know, people, like people that he's supposed to help. Like, you just destroyed a marriage. What the hell does marriage mean to you? Like, obviously, the contribution, the monetary contribution meant more than a family. And I think that goes to show what the destruction of the family movement is or was. And I don't know if Freud was part of the corruption of our modern society or not. But I don't like him. I don't support him. I don't agree with him. And I don't think that he's the only one that knows anything about psychology. He had to learn it from someone and he took a lot of the psycholo like a lot of psychology reminds me of going to confession. Except when I go to confession, I actually feel the presence of God. And I know that the priest isn't getting paid to listen to me vent or cry or repent. And it's not even venting. It's just like, this is where I'm fucking up. It's acknowledging my own mistakes. In therapy, it's blaming others, kind of. There's a structure that I've... you know, learn to appreciate a little bit more. A system that works. Um, so I really, really, really want, I really want God to help me. I really want him to help me um, read the Summa Theologia. I've had this book in my hands and I've opened it up so many times. I've read here and there, but I can't finish it. I can't really like do the whole thing at once. It's very dense, it's very tough, and it's actually very beautiful. And I know that I have a lot to learn, and 
I'm excited, but I'm nervous at the same time. And I just, I really want to do it. It's something that I want to do. So I'm going to keep talking about the Summa the more that I start to open it up and read it and doing that whole good stuff. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that we can consider just to be better. And I'll leave, I'll let it go. I'll let this podcast go there. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening, staying, and um, liking, sharing, and you know, subscribing to the podcast. I you don't know how much that means to me. Um, so if you want to keep in contact with me, find the Uncultured Swine podcast on Instagram. We have an Instagram page. Um, that needs to be better monitored, but still find us there, send us a message and, um, I promise we'll get back to you ASAP or yeah, as soon as possible. Anyway, thank you again. And until next time, I'll see y'all or talk to (laughs) y'all. I'll talk to y'all later.